0: It's Wellness Wednesdays. It's Wellness Wednesdays. And I had another topic for this Wellness Wednesday, and then I threw it out because I wanted to talk about this one. Um, One is because we uh, finally got our ish together regarding the first It's Not Therapy super bubble. Uh, It's Not Therapy super bubbles are a series of events, uh, workshop seminars, That are going to be a combination, you know, little 45 minute presentation on a topic and then it's going to be group discussion. Now, depending on how big it is, it may just be all one big group. We may break out into smaller groups, depending um, on attendance. Um, You can, there's a big Ticket Leap link Um, I'm going to put both links in the description box, Uh, one to nottherapyshow.com, which is the easier one to remember, Um, and then directly to the Ticket Leap page. Uh, But the first one is about not beating yourself up. Uh, That was by far the biggest, um, uh, the most popular one with the patrons. Uh, and we're doing a multi-week discussion on the It's Not Therapy podcast about it, um, why we do it, how you can reduce doing it, how, how you can motivate yourself in more productive ways, uh, how you can actually motivate yourself instead of just clobbering yourself, Right. Uh, so nottherapyshow.com, again, link in the description box. You can check that out. The first 50 tickets can be two for one. So there are 50 tickets, earmarked two for one, meaning you just give us a friend's name, um, and, or just guest, and you can bring a friend for free. We're doing that because some people feel more comfortable attending these things with a friend. We want to encourage that and, it's 10 bucks so two people are getting in for 10 bucks um that's just basically to make a little bit of money and see how this goes all this stuff is a big experiment um and i personally believe that as people's putting a little bit of money down it's different than something for free um let me do the help support this channel as well. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron, patreon.com slash Leanna K or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Six people monthly um need uh subsidized Leanna Care service. Uh one one person recently I've s i I do barter deals, labor barter deals with some people. So one person moved in, another another person moved out. I love it when that happens. Um, And this brings us to the topic tied into the idea that paying a little bit, to me, creates a different headspace. It's investing in yourself. Now, some coaching services cost you $5,000 a month. It's like, whoa, that's too much. But a little bit, just a little bit, I think helps with the headspace. And this is part of a tougher approach to caring, right? I prefer to say I invest in people than I help people because people help themselves at the end of the day. I can give people all the tactics and tools in the world if they're not serious, Things aren't going to improve. And that's just the reality. But because I do get tough sometimes um, and, and by by tough, I don't mean mean. I just mean challenging that gets into the the idea of tough love and how to separate tough love from abuse. And there is a difference. And a lot of people don't like the term tough love because they've been abused with the term. And that is fair. Here's a real simple way of separating tough love from abuse. Tough love is a person setting a boundary with a person they care about. Right? If you keep speaking to me that way, I'm not okay with that. I'm going to walk away as an example right? Abuse is violating someone's boundary, calling someone a bunch of names, making accusations, so on and so forth, especially if the accusations are true or if they're unfair. That's not tough love. That's potentially abusive behavior. Why? Because it's very clear the person is being hurt by the the, what's going on and you're not stopping and there is a difference between knowing something is going to be hard to hear. Um, and finding the gentlest, but still kind of stingy way of doing it and going whole hog and hurting someone. Um, with my Leanna Cares clients, I've adopted the term the mistletoe dart. Uh, The mistletoe dart is, of course, what felled Balder in Norse myth given to a blind guy by Loki because, you know, Frigg went around and um, made a bargain with everybody that they will not harm Balder because it was Balder's fate. She left out the mistletoe and it was flink. So to me, a mistletoe dart is this little thing injected into a conversation that yeah it's small but it can really rock people i had an instance last week i think it was last week yeah um where somebody told me something absolutely atrocious that someone had done to them and um i said you know wow that's evil and it completely rocked them no one had used that term for so and it really threw them it it was temporarily destabilizing and they they needed some time to recenter um and there's an example of ugh, the shitty thing about trauma sometimes healing hurts and recognizing just how poorly we were treated that that we were exposed to evil can be really hard and you know I just said you know so oh my god I'm so sorry I'm sorry I forget I've said anything I didn't think that would help the person I didn't think that was what they wanted I thought making a bigger deal about it would have been not beneficial um and so I said yep sorry about the mistletoe dart Uh, It's my superpower Um, and they said it's okay. I'll be okay. I just need a few days Uh, And then we were we were chatting uh, With with another person and they brought it up to the third party and they said, you know Leanna said it was evil and the guy went yeah, I'd call it that that's accurate and so even though it hurt in the short term even though it was temporarily destabilizing Ultimately, it facilitated healing. Abuse never facilitates healing. And things may not be intended to be abuse. And I know it's such a charged word. We have all abused in some way at some point. That does not mean we are abusers as a general character point. Um... And it gets thrown around and people get labeled and all the nuance goes out of relationships. And I get that everybody's just holding their breath. Because one of the things I hear a lot from clients, and by the way, if anybody uh, is considering signing up for some sessions, uh, every other week is much lighter now. After the Christmas holidays, it's like one week on one we got there is some space on both Wednesday and Thursday, just every other week. So sign up using the contact form if you wanna wanna book a session, um, if you're ready to tackle some stuff and get the better that you deserve. Um, but one of the things I hear from a lot of people with therapy-induced trauma, yes, that's a real thing, is there was a balance of power and a therapist, told somebody what they were, instead of suggesting that maybe this is it. And it's way too common. And a lot of people, at least that I see, really struggle with boundaries. And so there's a very, you both have to, I, well, I have to be very firm in my own. But also very aware that some boundaries may be very strong. Some may be non-existent. And it's real easy to guess wrong. And uh, it's really cool when you start seeing... The boundaries form in somebody and when they say no that's not quite right uh in response to a suggestion i make i'm very glad when people can tell me no that doesn't feel right that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound like me awesome because so often labels are forced on people and people feel the need to conform to the label instead of Instead of having a fully formed identity that indicates where they end and the world begins and where the world ends and they begin. And that's essential. And that does not have to be, you know, one of the government recognized identifiers, the so-called immutable characteristics that are, you know, you can't discriminate against. This is things like, your favorite food your favorite movie your favorite superhero you can tell I love the favorite superhero discussion because it tells me a lot about a person Um, favorite anime favorite video game right these are all identity pieces and tough love helps someone Sometimes someone is so low, you have to kind of go, whoa, dude, uh, um, dude was a gentle neutral term there, by the way. Um, but you must do this or else is different from, I cannot do this. Now, what's the difference, Right. One is just talking about yourself right i can't just sit here and watch you destroy yourself anymore that's a boundary right um and i i really suggest that when you know drop that on someone as the beginning of a dialogue not the final word i hear so many people talk about experiences the bottom just dropped off that someone who was very dear to them didn't speak up until they'd already made up their mind that they were gtfoing and they they just feel like their world collapsed in a single moment right it it, and somebody asked me in a circumstance like that, if I thought the person's behavior was abusive and I said, I think it was cowardly, right? It takes a lot more courage. It is more honorable behavior to go. Look, there are some things that aren't really working for me anymore. Can we talk about them and try to work them out, work them up out? But that's a difficult conversation and that's That's potential conflict, right? And so people avoid that because they don't want to upset anybody. And then they end up just crushing someone because the first time they heard there was a problem, they had no hope of fixing it. It was, the whole thing was too far gone. And that doesn't mean that sometimes you you have to make a choice that's going to hurt somebody for your own good. Sometimes things just... Aren't gonna work out. But ideally, it's always better to get into the habit of giving someone a chance to adapt or fix things instead of just determining that it's hopeless and bailing or ghosting. That's one, right? Um now that, that requires some give and take, right? And you have to get really firm in your own head what you're prepared to give and what you're not these are all essential so saying, you know, for instance, i can't just sit here and watch you drink yourself to death anymore. there's an example. that's different than go to rehab or else. um i've never known a situation where someone was forced into rehab that they they weren't They weren't ready to get sober. I've never known that working. And I mean, I I read a quote from Robert Downey Jr. recently that, you know, sobriety is easy. Making the choice to get sober is the hard part. And that's true of any change, right? It's recognizing that. A change needs to happen. And being in a positive headspace about it, that's the hard part. And some people are better at that than others. I mean, I have had to do a lot of fairly drastic changes in my life um, for health reasons. I mean, COVID. I used to love like tank fuel strong coffee, like sludge in the bottom of the cup. uh, strong ass coffee post COVID. I can't do that anymore. You know, um, I have to watch acids and things like that. And, uh, if the, if the coffee is too strong, I end up getting sores in my mouth. I haven't been able to drink red wine since COVID. That was one of my favorite things, (laughs) but you know, shit happens. Um, so I, I know about change. The reason I stopped eating meat is I have um, uh, I uh, have damage to my intestinal tract from when my appendix ruptured out as a teenager. I uh, gangrene. And so it doesn't digest animal fat enough. So I eat meat. I get sick. So I don't eat meat. Right. That... I had to make that change right i've had to constantly change i love my spicy food i was eating so much spice that i got gum erosion i had to these are all health things right with emotional stuff it's much harder to measure whether something's help helping or hurting you right because there's so many variables and i end up saying to so many people you need to know what you like about yourself and what you want to keep about yourself and what you're good at. So you have a direction to go towards when you're making change, not just away. And tough love is like that, you know. Um, sometimes you You have to shake, if someone's having a nightmare, what's better, shaking them awake, even though it's startling, or let them stay in the nightmare, right? That's what tough love is designed to do, but it's very important that one, there there is love involved, and not, I'm telling you this, I gotta be careful not to trigger someone with this because so many of these examples are so widespread. Like, reference to things like potential or being your best self or telling someone, you're just not ready. Sometimes that can be innocent. Sometimes it can be manipulative. Because it's not about what you want for a person. It's about what they want. And if they don't feel. Worthy. It's going to be very, very hard for them to do the work. And so. You know. Tough love includes. um, Indications that you see the person's worth. You know, like if somebody's a great artist, but they're struggling with depression, point out the the good the good things they do, you know, you're so talented, and i you know, sometimes it's like I, I just feel expressing I feel helpless watching you just suffer. You know, that's one thing, because you you gotta, you gotta really look in the mirror and, and figure out if you're enabling a person's bad habits as well, right? Uh, addiction's the easiest one with that, but you can enable you can enable negative self-talk. You can enable um, unhealthy emotional habits, because in the short term, you can get somebody to do what you want them to do by pushing their buttons right and a lot of people are kept in depressions by the people around them sometimes unintentionally and one of it is when they get angry it's i'm not gonna speak to you while you're angry that's not fair people get angry right you don't punish someone for being angry it's specific things like look i have a thing about being screamed at like a raised voice is one thing you know the difference between somebody who's worked up about a thing instead of somebody yelling at you right like it's things like this is too aggressive for me or me i do not abide name calling false accusations Or mind reading. Someone can be as angry at me as they want. Don't accuse me of things I didn't do. Don't tell me what's in my mind. And don't call me names. Right? That's the difference. That's that's me setting a boundary, not violating somebody else's boundaries. Insisting somebody is not angry. That's a boundary violation. People are going to be angry. Right? And it can be hard. It can be tough when things are heated. We all screw up. It's very important to set the example of apologizing when you do get it wrong. Um, and prefacing things if you're not sure what to say of, look, this may come out the wrong way. I apologize in advance if it does. Things like that. Keep the temperature down. And preface things by saying, you know, I care about you a lot. I want you to succeed. I want. You to be happier i think you deserve to be happier really push the sense that the person has worth because a lot of people who are depressed feel like burdens feel like they don't deserve better they're beating themselves up because out of a a misplaced sense of duty right or obligation or doing the right thing being tough on themselves um and It is very important to have the tough conversations with people we love sometimes, but we have to come into it keeping in mind that we cannot coerce, manipulate, or take away the other person's free will in any other way. We can only attempt to persuade. And sometimes you'll hit your limit and you can't do it anymore. And that is totally fair, right? If you've told the person what you need, what your needs are, what your boundaries are, uh, and and when you're expressing a need, not you don't do this, it's this is what I need. I don't feel this enough. Um, that's very different from you never or you don't, always never, it, it sort of helps to avoid. Um if, if you've given them chances and they don't listen, you know, you have to do what's best for you because otherwise you're letting them abuse you. And again, they may not mean to, but a healthy relationship is with mutual respect and mutual admiration and mutual belief. And everybody thinks the other people are good and talented and no one is sticking around out of pity. That's the one thing, everybody that works with me, everybody that, that is my friend knows. I am not secretly pitying people. I don't do charity cases. I don't, you know, I don't help people. I don't give, I invest in people. If I am taking time with you, it is because you are worth my time. And if it starts not becoming worth my time, I say something. And I think that's ultimately kinder because of what I've learned listening to people that the worst thing you can do to someone is just disappear or just end it suddenly that they don't know what happened. That causes catastrophic damage to someone. And threatening to do it with no warning can also really have a negative, unnecessarily negative impact on someone. And if you are struggling with fears of abandonment, with fears that everybody's just gonna eventually leave you, it's really important to start putting the work in um, because you can inadvertently push people away by believing that's gonna happen so strongly that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? And again, People are putting in, putting in, putting in. And from you, it's always, no, 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 it's not enough. That's, you know, the same thing. You can only talk about how you feel, you can't talk about what the other person is. It's just your opinion, right? People have the right to set their own identifiers. And then you get into people going, yeah, but what, uh, what do those identifiers mean? There's no, it's not real, it's not. Well, have that conversation, right? Why does that word apply to you? What does it mean to you? We don't have those why conversations, nearly enough. I mean, one thing I say to a lot of people when they're beating themselves up. Workshop, don't forget, April 29th, sign up. First 50 tickets are two for one. Um, I say it, people stuck in trauma, people dealing with depression, I always say that's doing something for you, even though it feels awful, it's doing something for you. We have to figure out what that is and replace it with something less miserable and harmful. That's my process. That's what works for me. I'm interested in your comments, how you distinguish tough love from abuse. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron, patreon.com slash K. Or buy a one-time Liana Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it, coffee.com, ficom slash Liana K. I keep getting that wrong. Uh, don't forget the workshop on beating yourself up less, April 29th, 1 p.m. That's a Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. I'm setting it there so that people in Europe can join too. Um, And uh, yep, nottherapyshow.com. Links in the description box directly to the Ticketly page and the website. Sign up for the mailing list if you want to be informed of stuff in future. Thanks for watching and be well.